Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 102. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. Professor. Titanium. 102. Good to see you. <laughs> right. How do you do? <laughs> okay, we're going to get into uh, to, to, to poetry now, I guess. We're going to have to get into No, that. I'm no haiku expert, that's for sure. I'm, I'm no poet. Yeah. And You're- I know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we, we got a, a you know interesting week this past week. Uh, Very. A lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. Yeah. And, and we'll kind of talk through that today. I think there's a lot of um, just uncertainty out there in, in, uh, in, in Marvel land. And, and I think it's leading to a lot of speculation, which we've, we've talked about before. It's like when there's no official word or announcement from the studio – people start speculating, yeah. right? And they hear all these rumors and back-end conversations. And they run with it. Yeah. Yeah, all the outlets and all the uh, Geekville and Nerd Visions, like ourselves, yeah. love to speculate and love to take a rumor and dig into it and look into it a little bit more. So um, let's kind of cover some of those. Yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, we'd like to thank the uh, listeners that bring the show to you. These are our patrons. Patreon.com slash Supertalk is how you become a member of the patronship. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash super talk. Uh, you donate a dollar every time we come out with a silly episode like this and you help support the show directly. And thank you to our patrons. We really appreciate your support. So let's jump into the the, the new section. I, I did want to mention, obviously, this is a little bit of a dry period uh, for new content. We don't, you know, we're not going to really have anything on the review side, I believe, until you know, the Wasp Quantumania comes out. I, I know there are some shows right now that are on a bit of a Well, hiatus. we got kind of a review topic of the week kind of thing. Yeah, but we do, but it, 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 we'll call that our review for the year. But I'm <coughs> talking about new like TV yeah. episodes and things like yeah, that. Yeah. There's some things on hiatus at the moment. We're yeah. not really sure when they're coming back. We know they are coming back, things like the Titans uh, series. But, um, you know, we've got a, a movie coming out in a month, uh, but that's going to be really the new content. But one of the reasons why I want to bring this up as far, as far as one of our news items is, Again, we talked about at the beginning of the show some news and speculation around major delays in some of the Marvel projects. Um, not just delays in schedule, but also pushing some <coughs> some things out much further. I, I think w- what we're hearing is basically what Marvel announced at at Comic Con and at uh, Disney Plus Day is basically being torn asunder. I yeah. mean, that whole schedule and release schedule we have for not only Disney Plus shows but also for the movies. Um, is really not only some of those projects being pushed out to the right and new projects being inserted inside, but we're just getting a total, and Disney Plus shows as well. We've gotten absolutely no word from Marvel, official word from Marvel on anything since Disney Plus Day. Right. And so we're hearing this from... Again, with a lot of this is due to you know Bob Iger coming back in. I was going to just ask you: yeah. Do you think that's a symptom of him coming in and slowing everything down for quality instead of quantity? Yeah, I mean, we we again when he came back, we heard the rumors that uh, you know Disney Plus wasn't as profitable as they wanted it to be, and mm-hmm. some of the investments they were making in some of the properties on Disney Plus they needed to scale back on a little bit. Um, we heard a lot of rumors around the Echo series and that being pushed out and things like that, but. 
yeah, I think he's had an effect. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I'm a little bit, I, I just don't know when we're going to hear something. You know, I think right. the first time we'll hear from Kevin Feige officially is during the premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I mean, he's got no scheduled press conferences. He's, they've got no scheduled press releases, no events. So the first time anybody's going to have a chance to ask him questions is going to be at the premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And, and maybe he alludes to some of those things. Um but the fact is we're not getting these announcements. And so right. there's a number of news items here related to some of these push pushes. Again, we were under the impression that what if season two was going to come out early this year? Again, rumor and speculation how, <coughs> that that's being pushed to next year, to 2024. Right. Um, yeah. Again, we heard about, you know. And that's an animated series. It's not <coughs> like, you know, it's not like it's. It, it, they're actors on on contract and the voice actors obviously but uh which is Some interesting yeah. yeah and we had heard that that was almost in the can so that's interesting right and and we also heard that there were major cutbacks on the animation side of disney plus studios right and which what if is part of you know the the three series primarily being affected by the cutbacks in animation would be what if um spider-man freshman year and x-men 97 so those are the three animated series that we know are coming um again we assumed this was virtually done we know there were a couple of episodes they didn't show in the first season that they were going to bring into season two so those were pretty much finished and we knew there were a bunch of new ones they were coming out with and again we were under the speculation this was going to happen really the first series that was going to come out in 2023 and now there's discussion of this being pushed all the way back to next year and again without any official announcement from marvel we're here to speculate right um Secret Invasion, we know we got a trailer for that on, uh, I believe it was Disney Plus Day or yeah. D23. We got a trailer for that. And the trailer looks spectacular. Would make you believe that that series is done. Pretty much done. Right. Right. Been filmed. It's, yeah. You know, what else is there to do? But the, the theory is now, this is not coming out until like April or May. So we're not going to get anything from Marvel. We know there's some uh, Star Wars content coming to Disney Plus here earlier in the year. But we're not going to get anything from Marvel until April or May. We know, I think the Mandalorian season three is coming out uh, in the February, March time frame. And uh, the theory now is that Secret Invasion will follow that, that it, they won't overlap and that will come out later. But for something that's already in the case, why are you waiting so long? I right. just don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. And and again, maybe this kind of feeds into this massive shift in the schedule for Marvel that. They want to delay some of these projects so they don't have to like fill in these massive holes. Yeah. So like we talked about <clears throat> on the movie side, we've got the Marvels coming out this summer, and there's not an, another movie on the schedule until the following May 2024. You've got a massive gap that you got to fill with content, and maybe they're saying, well, maybe we push some of these Disney Plus con yeah. uh, content out into that gap time period so that we can fill some of that that gap void area. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So that's that's one thing we heard. Uh, I'm all about the quality over quantity. So if they want to push a couple of things, even though they're in the can, uh, they want to push them back a little bit. That's fine. But just don't give us these four or five months of and six months of, of no content. Um, yeah, these and I'm dry, not just saying that period. selfishly because right. we're going to have plenty to talk about. We've got the boys coming up. We got uh, obviously James Gunn is going to make some kind of announcement here soon. Um, so we got plenty of stuff to talk about, but I just I'm craving mo good Marvel content. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing, nothing, no, no good content. And this is the first, you know, again, we had from WandaVision until kind of the the end of the year when we had uh, um, 
and what was it, She-Hulk. I mean, we had some pretty regular content. There would be a, a couple of weeks or, you know, two, three week gap between right. series, but they were coming out pretty regularly. Yeah, they were pushing it. Yeah. And, you know, we, we just have, we're not going to have anything until April or May. That seems weird. Some of the series that were scheduled for this year, again, we talked about what if. Echo is now, we, we've discussed this in previous shows, being pushed theoretically to 2024 will be kind of a lead into the Daredevil series, which is also coming out next year. But we heard uh, Echo, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, and uh, Daredevil. And what's the other one that's coming out next year? I can't remember. But the, all those are going to be pushed into next year now. Um I, I just, again, I, I just wish that Marvel would come out and just tell us you yeah. know, what's going on. And maybe they don't know. Maybe that's kind of right. part of the reason. Right. I, maybe they Loki, too. Out. I haven't heard anything about Loki being pushed. Well, that's, no, that's not, I don't think that's being pushed because I think that fits into the narrative this year, right? Yeah. We've got Amy and the Wasp Quantumania. I believe Loki season two is coming out early this summer, probably following Secret Invasion. I, I know they've done some shoots with Kang to be in that series. Yeah. It, it makes you think that they're really being a little bit more strategic. I believe Secret Invasion is going to feed into the plot of the Marvels, which would make sense around time frame when they're releasing yeah. that show to kind of ramp up into the Marvels, which comes out in the summer. And then if Loki season two comes out in the summer and that's really following on to what's ha happened in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, that would make a lot of sense right. too. So maybe they're being a little bit more strategic about it, but I don't know. Just give us some announcements. So We always have to remember, guys, that um, Marvel always puts little Easter eggs in all of their content that are meaningful to something in the future. So if they're pushing things back, they want to make sure that people understand that it's all connected, right? So this is connected to that. This needs to be done before we show this um, so, and they used to, and, and again, in their defense, they never had these Disney plus series before to use as catalysts. And that, but that was the promise right. of Disney plus was like, Hey, we're going to build television series and television content, streaming content that fits into the overall narrative and the right. overall MCU. And, and it ties in with the movies and we're going right. to have actors crossing over. And we thought that's fantastic in their defense. Before WandaVision, before Disney Plus, we never had any of that. So no. all we had were movies, post credit scenes, post credit scenes yeah. that would you know kind of t tease the next movie, right? Um, so again, as disappointed as you and I are in the lack of content, I think I'm with you. I'd rather have better content later than crappy content now. Yeah. So I, we'll especially see. after Phase Four, I mean, I I didn't think Phase Four was that bad, but it wasn't. Uh, amazing great so i, I think there honestly I, I think there's a large amount of disappointment across Huge across the industry yeah the industry about and, phase four and everything and yeah. including disney plus i think yeah. as we've talked about and we've rated those shows before i mean there were a couple of home runs you know yeah. wandavision was a home run loki was a home run but everything else was kind of like and we loved moon knight of course but everything else is kind of like eh it's yeah. okay regardless yeah. of what the critics and said. the movies were eh they're yeah. okay they were good there was nothing spider-man well, that, but, but again, that was Sony Marvel. Do you really consider, okay. Officially might've been a phase four movie, but do you really give Marvel all the credit for that? I give them a lot of credit for it, but yeah. it's Sony. It's a Sony property. It's right. Sony actors. Yeah. You know, it's all the actors from the Sony universe. Right. So, yeah. uh, with the exception of Benedict Cumberbatch, but I, anyway, we'll kind of see where things are going. I, I, I'm scared. The only reason why I'm scared is normally we have these big events like Comic Cons and, you know, Disney Plus Day or D23 to kind of announce these things. 
And there's nothing like that happening that I know of anytime in the near future. So the only time Comic-Con in July. Yeah, that's July. Yeah. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe there's some New York Comic-Con or Brazil Comic-Con or some other Comic-Con out there where we might get some announcements before then. But I don't know of any of them. Right. And so I'm concerned. I'm concerned we're going to have these movie releases and these television show releases kind of with no announcements about the plans and the schedule and everything else. And I just come out and release a statement. They say, hey, as soon as we hear something, we'll jump online and we'll we'll pop in a podcast and let you guys know. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the other stuff. I mean, there's a ton of rumors that have hit again. Yeah. When there's not a lot of lot to talk about, people speculate. But there's casting rumors. We've we've discussed casting rumors about the Fantastic Four uh, during our hundredth episode. Titanium mentioned there's a rumor that we may be getting um, a view uh there's going to be a post-credit scene in that movie of the fantastic four or teasing the fantastic four and and if that's the case they have to have cast the fantastic Ooh, four let's right? speculate here for a second since you brought it up yeah is that what you think the post-credit scene for Ant-Man and the wasp will be a fantastic four teaser well this rumor that came out this past week uh-huh. leads me to believe if that is coming out then we may have a, an official announcement before Eight Man and the Wasp Quantum because the rumor is that Adam Driver now may be the person favored to play the new Mister Fantastic. Now, when when I heard this, and, and you mentioned this to me, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver. Yeah, I, number one, he's incredibly good actor, very Fantastic. popular, very popular. Obviously, had yep. a great you know uh, successful run on the girls' television show as well as. Um, the uh, playing Kyle Ren in the Star Wars franchise. So from a popularity perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. And I think he could pull off the role. There's no question about that. I mean, I, I, but would he be my favorite, you know, casting? I don't know. It's kind of, I'm yeah. just kind of, I mentioned to you, I'd, I'd see him better as a Dr. Doom. He'd be an awesome Dr. Doom, but yeah. maybe he doesn't want to play a villain or right. a villainous character because yeah. he just He's came off of yeah. playing one in Star Wars. But, um, you know, again, these rumors, coming out lead me to believe that maybe we are going to get an official casting announcement for the fantastic four. And if that's the case, then we might see that post credit scene. Yeah. I like it. I like him as uh, Mr. Fantastic, but I think he's a great actor. I think you could pull it off. I, I think he would be absolutely phenomenal, but that that's interesting. I think we're going to, well, I've heard rumors um, that we might get a look at uh, Wanda in a post-credit scene. Really? Wanda Maximoff, yeah. Like Kang Like being needs, alive. Like being alive. And Kang is recruits somehow her or something? either recruits her or needs her for um some of his plans. Some of his master plans. That that could be. We and and again, I think We're speculating. Obviously. Yeah, we're speculating, but we we believe there's going to be two post-credit scenes and and yep. whether again, natural historical kind of evidence tells us that one of them is likely going to lead into one of the movies that's coming out in the near future, whether it's guardians of the galaxy or the Marvels. So that would lead you to believe that one of those is going to at least tease something that's happening sooner. Yeah. And then maybe one is going to be teasing something that's happening later. Who knows? I mean, at this point in time, I, I, I hate speculating because I would love a lot of these things to happen, but you know, again, with some of these schedule delays, you know, Fantastic Four may be a 
2026 project now. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, right. we, we just don't because we don't know what's happening with the schedule. So. Oh, I, I think you have to put the Fantastic Four before uh, Secret Invasion. But you're right. And Secret Invasion now is 2025. I mean, Secret Wars. I mean, Secret Wars. Yeah. yeah. 2025. Right. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It could be pushed back. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Um, So anyway, Adam Driver, we'll kind of see where that goes. But that that was, again, one of the rumors came out this week. Um, You had some news about Matt Reeves, you know, uh, his Batverse and all the universe building he's doing and his plans for Batman 2. You know, why don't you talk about it? Yeah, he he met with James Gunn and they discussed the Batverse or his vision of the Batverse. And uh, there's a word out there that's floating around, if you ever see it, it's called Elseworld. And when they talk about Elseworld, it is not part of the main timeline that a story is being written in, like the Joker, the Batman. It kind of deviated from uh, It's kind Snyder of its own verse, universe. Its own universe. <laughs> right. And um, I think... I think James Gunn is very open to that uh, creatively, and I think he met with Matt Revis to say, hey, continue doing what you're doing, and him, uh, Matt Revis is still writing the script. He says it's it looks awesome. They're very excited about it. So I think that is moving forward. So we do know that uh, Batman 2 has been greenlit, and they're moving forward with it, and and... And, and you Jim, said they're working on the script right now, right? They're working on the script. He said they've gone through a couple of uh, reiterations of it, and and he's very excited about it. And um, that that's just a great meeting that they had. And James Gunn is also open to this Elseworld type of uh, building. Um, so we're, well, you had mentioned a, a couple of weeks ago that it was possible that uh, James Gunn was looking to bring Matt Reeves' Batman into the main DC universe right. that he's building, and I believe that Matt Reeves does not want that to happen. I believe he wants to kind of have his own universe and his own kind of playground, right? right. And this Elseworld concept may be yeah. like, hey, just let me... And, and and James Gunn's kind of vision, I don't know where Batman fits into his vision, and we'll find out hopefully in the next couple of weeks, but is there room for two Batman characters? Maybe sure. one in the main universe and yeah. what Matt Reeves is doing? Yeah, probably. I'm sure there could be. I mean, Batman is absolutely DC's most popular character. Right. We've had more movies about Batman than any other sure. character in comic yeah. book history. So that and it makes... would not be unusual to have several Batmans. Right. Well, I mean, because people continue to pay money to go see these movies sure. in the theater. So why not? Yeah. Um, so that <clears throat> makes a lot of sense. But I do believe that he can leave Bat- Matt Reeves alone and what his vision is and Maybe he's okay with that, and I, you know, again, I we'll we'll see. I, I, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, whatever they decide yeah, to do. Uh, so. Matt Reeves and Madsen Tomlin writing the script currently. That's that was the the report that I heard. Well, it, and you would believe with the success of the first movie that that obviously is going to happen. Still going to be part of the future plans, and um, you know, look. If they can make a Joker move musical, they can make more oh, <laughs> Batman geez. movies. So we'll see what happens there. And, and and again, we we speculate again that James Gunn has come out and said, "I've got announcements soon. You're going to be hearing about my plan soon." And we believe it's the month of January. So hopefully, something in the next week or Joker two. Joker Part Due or something, something French or something. <laughs> yeah. I heard it got a working title. Lady Gaga, of, Lady Gaga. Of Juliet. So the first one was Romeo, working title of the Joker, and the second working title is Juliet, which leads me to believe if you're going to cast 
uh, Lady Gaga, of course you're going to use her strengths and what people love about her, her voice. Um, so I just hope it's not some kind of dance, corny routine, whatever. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I we will it. see. We'll see. Um, again, more rumor and speculation around the uh, the Marvel kind of schedule. We, we kind of talked about some major shifts. Uh, there are now rumors that they're fast-tracking Doctor Strange 3, that this movie may be coming earlier than we thought, e- even as early as before Kang Dynasty and right. Secret Wars. Yeah. They want Doctor Strange 3 to come out. Um, again, this movie was teased at the end of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We got introduction to Clea, played by... Um, who's it? Uh, Charlie Theron. Yeah. Um, Charlize so, Theron. Yep, she's uh, smoke plays show. <laughs> smoke show. Smoke show. Clea. Like six nine. How tall is she? She's very tall. She's very tall. Smoke but uh, tease that you know, there's obviously he. They say at the, in the post credit scene that his actions have caused another incursion, yeah. and and now the dark dimension is, and so maybe they're going to be covering because we believe that incursions are going to have it play a big role in Secret Wars and yeah. what's going on with King Dynasty. Right. So maybe they want to cover off on the incursions and how it's affecting other dimensions and things like that. So, Hey, to fast track this, Hey, great. In you know? one hand, we hear delays, pushing this to this year, pushing this to this year. And then on the other hand, we hear Dr. Strange three has been fast tracked to come out before secret wars. And they're thinking about a Disney plus show called strange Academy, where Wong teaches young people, uh, you know, magic and, uh, a series on Disney plus called strange Academy, which I'm all for, but l- like what's going on? Like and all would this America Chavez be part of that. Um, not only. Yeah. American Chavez. And they're talking about the kid from Spider-Man. What's his name? N- uh, Neil, Ned. Oh, Ned, uh, Ned, right? Who his name? I guess in the comics he becomes some kind of goblin, right? Oh, well, he becomes hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Ned, Ned, Ned Leeds. Yeah. N- Ned Leeds. So his buddy, Spider-Man's buddy, Ned. Since remember when he did the ring and opened up the portal, he's going to be joining the Strange Academy. I, I don't know. That like, would be well. That would be huge for because that would be a Sony property, a yeah. Sony character now coming into a Disney Plus series. Yeah. That would be. If that's the case, those be- are the rumors that I'm hearing, and absolutely, American Chavez would be a part of that, as yeah. well as other young type magicians. Hey, again, speculation, you know, wizards, right? Well, right. and 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 this makes sense. We again, there's several projects that we know, either announced or unannounced projects that we believe are going to come before Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. This one being added to that list, which means, well, maybe they're pushing out. Kang Dynasty now right. to fit this one in. Maybe they're pushing Kang Dynasty out to fit in Shang Chi two, which right. we believe might ha- be happening yeah. as well, or Eternals two, which we believe is happening. Well, yeah, and I think that that one is supposed to now the- theoretically or rumored to be coming out between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is yeah. the, the the sequel to Eternals. So <sighs> who knows, man? The, again. I know lots of speculation out there, right? We know that Blade is being filmed down in New Orleans, but we haven't heard anything about it. Well, we know that that's now on the schedule for next October, yes, right? So October 2024, and we and Daredevil, I mean uh, Deadpool, which was originally in that slot, is now being shifted forward a little bit to make room for Blade. So, and we know that's being filmed. So, those are two movies that we know are coming out. Um, in the 2024, 2025 timeframe. So um, more rumors about armor war. So again, this was an originally a Disney plus series that they then moved 
to be a major motion picture. Um, they're saying now that this might get a title change and it might no, no longer be called Armor Wars. It might be called something else. Huh. Um, uh, most likely now that they're saying this is going to be the quote-unquote West Coast Avengers. Ah. So this is going to be an Avengers-level movie now. Oh. And again, part of the speculation for the change is that, you know, Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. is coming back as an AI version of Tony Stark yeah. in this film. Uh, but now they're saying there's going to be a team of Avengers characters um, in this movie to include uh, White Vision, Wonder Man, Kate Bishop, Shang-Chi, Ironheart, and Ultron is going to be coming back in this movie um, as part of the, the the plot of the movie. This is becoming a pretty big project yeah. now. If, if all of these, again, rumors and speculation are true, this is a big movie. I'm an Avengers-level type of movie. And, and you got to think if it's an Avengers type of movie, we're talking West Coast, we're talking West Coast heroes. Uh, Cassie, a.k.a. Stinger, or uh, Stature could be a part of that, right? I mean, if you think about well, it... Well, you I mean, know, not necessarily West young Coast. Avengers, but, but you know, the, again, who knows? I, the, but... The fact that Vision and Wonder Man, which were originally members of the West Coast Avengers, um, are part of this, the two series on Disney Plus that have been teased for us, the Wonder Man series and Vision Quest, yeah. you would think would come out before this movie does so that those characters are reintroduced to right. the audience and now are part of this team. Right. Again, more yeah. speculation, right? So we'll see. I mean, that would be really cool. Great possibilities. That'd be awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, also, uh, we heard this several weeks ago actually i believe we covered this as a topic of the week many episodes ago um, but now even more confirmation that the serpent society is going to be part of captain america 4 as kind of the main main antagonist of the movie the main group of villains that they're fighting against yeah. uh, i believe i can't remember what episode it was but i do believe we covered who the serpent society was we did several episodes ago, but yeah. yeah, now more confirmation that this is going to be the case. Copperhead, you you went through Bushmaster, yes. yeah, yeah, um, uh, Dark Adder. I mean, there's just like they're all snakes, and they yeah. all have different powers and everything else. But um, that would be really cool. Uh, I, I think Captain America Four is going to be. It's starting to shape up to be a kickass an movie. Avengers level movie. No question. Yeah. Yeah. And Harrison we know the leader's Ford, coming back, right? The leader. Yeah. We know Harrison Ford is taking over for Thunderbolt Ross. He's definitely going to be the Red Hulk, and um, they're going to. The, the marketing for Marvel has stated that they're not going to hide that. Yeah. They're going to put Thunderbolt Ross and and and. Um, Harrison Ford front and center of the push for this movie. So the Red Hulk, we're going to see him early. We're, it's not going to be like hidden or a little clip of him here, like Modoc type of right. secrecy. They're going to push him and they're going to make him uh, kind of the lead for that. And again, this movie is scheduled to come out next May, so May 2024. So that would make a ton of sense, you know, that and it would lead into the Thunderbolts, which is on the schedule for later that year. Again, right now it's on the schedule for later year. And we believe that the Red Hulk is the main catalyst of for the Thunderbolts movie that yeah. he is not only his actions and his, you know, what happens in Captain America four lead into the Thunderbolts and why they're off doing whatever they're doing. So yeah, it would make a ton of sense. And I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm excited for it. I just yeah. want to see more about it. And it just makes me believe, uh, you know, gosh, if we don't get any major announcements here anytime in the next, you know, four or five months, uh, there's going to be lots of pushbacks. Well, there's going to be a lot of uh, people asking questions of Kevin Feige, and he's going to go through these, you know, red carpet interviews being very vague and all this other stuff. But it does lead me to believe that 
that uh, Comic Con this year is going to be massive. Yeah, like the the amount of whether they're changes to the schedule, shifts to the schedule, announcing new projects, all this other stuff. Whatever we get is going to be massive. Yeah, I agree. I, it's the first one in person, back in person, right? Oh, no, we had did in they person do it last year? year? Oh yeah, last year. Yeah, it was okay. in person last year. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, this will be be really cool. Um, Next announcement I know Titanium's really excited about. So Rotten Tomatoes came out and uh, came got their end-of-the-year awards and their their highest-reviewed superhero TV series for 2022 was Ms. Marvel. Ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe, Titanium, maybe we're missing the boat on this. There are so many people out there, critics... Um, other industry insiders that just love the Miss Marvel series. And they're like, oh, we can't wait. We hear okay. that the second it's, season's it's, been greenlit. If you greenlit. read some of the comments on the people that love Miss Miss Marvel, and there's a handful of them, unfortunately, <laughs> there's some pretty big influencer that loved Miss Marvel and are pushing that narrative. But if you read the comments on their posts, it, it's, it's pretty much like, uh, what planet are you from? Uh, what are you talking about? I, I mean, personally, hey, if you loved it and you think it was fantastic, that's great. But better than Moon Knight? I, I don't think so. So, In my opinion. Well, and, sorry. and best comic book, I mean, better than The Boys? Ridiculous. I mean, I, it, I, I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, I, you know, I have a hard time believing. And again, there's been tons of articles and rumors out there about how uh, Rotten Tomatoes can be, and a lot of these review sites can be review bombed, like IMB, IMDb. IMDb yeah. gets review bombed all the time, negative, positive. And this site could have been manipulated. You get this group of people that are really into this and you get them to review bomb it. I mean, and I looked at it. It's not like a lot. There was like 303 critics uh, did a review on this and then 10,000 um, people like fans. Uh, fans. That percentage of people are nowhere near the percentage of other shows on there. So, of course, if you only have a small percentage of reviewers that love it, then of course it's going to get a better review than other shoes that have I, a I, massive... I just don't get it. I, I I'm sorry, I, I just don't get it. And when this series was first announced and we saw the first trailers for this series, even when we were reviewing the series, we were talking about the fact that this series was made for an audience that's not us. Agree. It was made for the teen, tween Agree. audience... Uh, uh, you know, coming of age, younger kind of audience, yep. um, maybe for, you know, kind of the, you know, Muslim American community. We and, have, and I believe we have those, children in that market. If those people loved it, I would get say, of course, it was made for you, yeah. right? That's, I get it. But we've talked to people in that demographic that are like, Correct. no, it, it wasn't that good. I, I watched the first couple episodes and just couldn't finish it. It wasn't, I... it, and... But again, I, I don't believe how, there's so many people out there were, that are lauding this series and how great it was. And they're so excited to see her in the Marvels and they're so excited to see her second season. And I'm like, second season. I'm like, really? Ooh. And again, I think she has a massive job to do in the Marvels movie 
If she goes out and kills it and does a great, and again, I have nothing against the actress. She, no, I think, did a very she was good the, job. The only bright spot in that show, the writing, the story, very weak. Her power set's awful, but her as an actress she was, was very the good. Only bright spot in that. And I it, hope they do her character and her as an actress justice in yeah, the movie. Agreed. If they do, this would be a good redemption story. Yes. Like, hey, we're going to fix this. We're going to do it right. Okay, great. But if they don't, I. You know. I sometimes feel like this fan power, this fan base sometimes, uh, they push so much of the narrative that it is such a great show that the studio's like, well, look at all the, the trending and look at the, we have to do a second season. But they don't look at the facts. The facts are how many people actually streamed it? How many people actually watched it? Is Are you listening to a small majority of fans that are motivated <laughs> to push this series? You know, we're, we're, we're getting into the uh, award season now. Um, and, and, you know, we've got, you know, the Golden Globes just uh, aired a couple weeks ago. We've Snooze. got the Oscars coming out and all these other things. And every year there's these movies that get nominated for Oscars and actors that get nominated for roles in these movies for these uh, major awards that nobody has seen. No. And they're no. not popular by any means. And they're they're not, you know, and but they're just amazing uh, performances. And according to the Hollywood Foreign Press. <laughs> or according to the, the Academy, you know, right. the, the Academy and, and the members of the Academy. Correct. And so we, as the audience, always watch these award shows and we're like, really? That's nominated as Best Picture or that one Best Picture? And there's some outliers where they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, that's Best Picture, sure. right? But, you know, we watch these and we're like, and so that's what I'm like thinking about when I look at Ms. Marvel. For the people that watched it, the, the entire thing. Yeah, if they loved it, fantastic. But if you look at how many people watched it, that should be an indicator in yeah, itself. Right. And to your point, if only 10,000 people streamed the entire series, but of those 10,000 people that streamed the entire series, 60% of them loved it, and yeah. the other 40% were like indifferent or didn't like it. Yeah. But then you have series that were streamed by hundreds of thousands like, of people. Like that show Wednesday on Netflix was one of the top streaming shows in the country for a very long time. I would be a little bit more, um, I would understand some of the criticism or praise for a series that was that Agree. much watched. Agree. Agree. Right. 100%. Yes, sir. So, again, what? <sighs> moving on. Uh, moving on. Okay. <laughs> well, let's ju jump into our topic of the week this week. Brought to us by our friends over at Studio G. Thank you for your support. We always link their show, uh, their page in our show notes, so please go check them out. We really appreciate everything they do for Studio us. Studio G, G Studios, home of the man band. I love it. All Thank right. you, boys. Uh, topic of the week this week, we're going to talk about the new trailer that dropped for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So this dropped during the national championship game uh, on last Late. past Monday night. Late. Oh, my God. And you know what? The ESPN should be thanking Marvel. No question. For promoting this trailer on their national championship television broadcast. And getting people to stay tuned in Because to this game was a snooze fest. It was over sometime in the second quarter. There was absolutely no chance that TCU had to even compete in the game, let alone yeah. win it. Yeah. So you and I and a lot of people out there were watching this football game well into the third quarter, waiting for this trailer to drop, and it dropped literally 
with 30 seconds left in the third quarter. And we're like, oh, it's going to come out sometime in the third quarter. Well, it was literally the last commercial break yeah. before the end of the third quarter. Yeah. So we were all forced to watch just this horrible football game. Now, if you're a Georgia fan, it was a great football game. So it's unbelievable. Mean, yeah. yeah, you loved it. But if you had any interest in have, watching a competitive, good national championship game and seeing some good football, you were watching nothing. Yeah, that, that was on New Year's Day. Those, those, four, those two games were awesome. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the semifinals were fantastic, unbelievable. Yeah, but the final was a, a snooze fest, snooze fest. But wow. anyway, we had to wait so long, and it finally came out, and we got it on television, and then they dropped an even fuller trailer online immediately. Yeah. And it, it, fun, funny enough, the TV version said at the end of the trailer, "See the full trailer online," and then yeah. you and I, of course, to jump on our phones or whatever and just see the full trailer. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about, and frankly very different tone to this trailer from the first one. Oh yeah. More Kang, uh, darker, more, yeah. A little more ominous. Yes. Like a, a, almost like a, um, (coughs) like this cloud over this whole scene. And I really think even the trailer even said it witness the birth of a new dynasty, you know, or something to that effect. And that was the tone of this bringing in this villain and the level a villain that he's going to be unbelievable. Well, I mean, the first trailer, while very visually stunning and, you know, had the um, undertones of the Yellow Brick Road song from, uh, we, we got very, it was very much like, oh, look at this yeah. beautiful world right. of, of, of the, you know, the microverse slash, you know, the quantum realm. And we get to explore this new universe. Oh, and there's this Kang is there. Oh, okay. Right. This one was like, punch you in the face with Kang. Yeah. Like, holy crap. We've got some crap to deal with. Yeah. Um, like the thing that everybody's talking about is, oh, Scott Lane's screwed. He's fucked. He's dying in this. A lot of people are assuming that he's dying because it was so. That's the first comment you made. Does he die in this? And I'm like, unbelievable. God, I, a hard time yeah, he I think a lot of people, a lot of people believe that because this trailer was so ominous and, and so overbearing of Kang's power and his dominance o- over that world that. Uh, yeah, people are saying that. Now, personally, I I thought that. I was like, damn. And then I'm thinking, well, they can't kill Scott Lang. Maybe they kill a variant of him or a duplicate of him. But I, I just don't see it. I do think people are going to die in this. Absolutely. In my opinion, I think it is Janet and Hank Pym, for sure. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, and Two original, iconic Marvel characters yes. that, that they would potentially kill off. Yeah. The so, original Ant-Man. So Ant-Man original dying. Ant-Man and the original Wasp. Right. Right. So very um, interesting. And, and when Ant-Man first came out, I found it interesting that they went with the Scott Lang It was a great version. comic book you brought too, Professor. Yeah. I, I, I found it very interesting. They went with the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man versus Hank Pym because Hank Pym is like an OG. You know, right, he's yeah. an original Avenger. You sure. know, it's like, and they decided to go with a younger version of Ant-Man or a prodigy of Brilliant. Hank Pym. Yeah, I like um, that. And, you know, they went to the Hope Van Dyne version of the Wasp versus Janet Van Dyne version. And we got a little bit of that in, in the in the fir- in the second movie. So we kind of saw the history of them as, as the Ant-Man and the Wasp um, and his history with S.H.I.E.L.D. and all kinds of other things. So I thought it was very interesting. Again, those are older actors playing older versions of the characters, but to kill off two OGs would be kind of big deal. But sure, hey, some exciting stuff in this. This we knew that in uh, when they showed this original the original trailer for this at Comic Con, 
to the audience that we didn't get this right. There were people that had reported that there was a snapshot or a scene with Mo- with Modok. Modok, right. and so the theory was, are we going to see Modok? And we saw Modok. We saw two versions of Modok. We saw the the big face version of Modok, right? And it is Corey Stoll coming yeah. back. He played Yellow Jacket in the original Ant Man movie. Yep. He's coming back to play now Modok. And so at the end of the original Ant Man movie, he was in the the yellow jacket costume and Ant-Man had shrunk down so small that he kind of destroyed his suit and it kind of folded in on itself. Yeah. And then he popped and, you know, he disappeared. Well, now we found out that, yeah, his body was probably destroyed, but his head survived and he was ended up in the quantum realm and Kang did something to either, you know, recreate him or re or, you know, revive him or, you know, make his head ginormous or whatever. There was a shot of a giant yellow jacket helmet in Loki one. In Loki season one. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that? When they were on uh, with all the other Elseworld Lokis. or whatever that works All the other yeah, Lokis yeah, right yeah. before they could get he who. Remains. Remains. Yeah. Before that, when they were on that world with all the other Lokis, there's a picture of. Uh, with Elioth, yeah. the, yeah. the big smoke. Smoke demon. monster. Yeah. yeah. Smoke monster. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, this obviously we'll understand how he survived and how and maybe Kang did something to create Modoc big departure from the Modoc character in the comics. Um, originally was a character was M O D O C, which is a, <laughs> an acronym, an acronym. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's now M O D O K. Right. Uh, so it, it's very different, but we'll, we'll kind of see, we saw the, his battle suit, which was really cool. Yeah. You know, got obviously got some, some mask and some pretty heavy blasters on it. Yeah. So th- this is, is going to be interesting and we'll see where they're going with this character and, and does it have a future in the MCU? Who knows? But well, we know he's got definitely a little grudge with Ant-Man and the fact that Ant-Man is there. Uh, I can't imagine. Does he work for Kang or does Kang work like for him does. or looks like, is he yeah. his main general? Who who knows? It looks like, I mean, the That's scenes a good that we see them kind of walking out together, Cassie and, and Scott walking out with Kang and, and Modoc and a couple of soldiers. So that was one of the scenes we saw. So, I mean, they're part of the same group you would think, right? Yeah, that was, that was a, a great reveal. And that was a nice touch in the trailer that uh, really pulled me in a little bit. T- t- yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with that character. Um, Again, some of the other things we saw in the trailer, it looks like that Kang has kidnapped Cassie and is holding her hostage in exchange for Scott's help. Right. And he's saying, look, I can give you something you don't have. And they made a lot of allusions in the trailer to Scott regretting that he missed the five years with his daughter and didn't get to see her grow up and become yeah. a teenager that she is. And A little and, clip of her coming out of prison or a jail cell. Right. Which, indicates that she's now grown up on her own and might have a little trouble. Right. And, and Kang's offering, Hey, there's something I can give you that you can't give yourself. And that's more time. I can give you back the time you lost with your daughter. I can give you back the time that you missed out on. And so he's he's in exchange. You have to help me out. And it looks like, and I think we're kind of getting some ideas around the plot. There's something that Kang needs, right? We saw kind of a version of his time ship, right? And this is what he uses to, uh, you know, navigate the time stream, and you know, yeah, there's some there's some images out there of his time ship, and one of the images, it looks like there's a cup holder on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> it looks like there is literally a cup holder. But then Empire Magazine came out with an exclusive on this show 
uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and they had some exclusive pictures and the picture shows um, his chair with some kind of uh, device or some kind of crystal sitting in the cup holder, which leads me to believe that he needs Scott Lang and his special skill set to steal something or go get something for him that he cannot obtain. Um, and in one scene, you see all these other Scott Langs or all these other Ant-Mans building a tower of themselves so he could get closer to some spinning ring device with a lot of yellow electricity and stuff. Very similar to the Rings of Power in Shang-Chi. The Shang Ten Rings, right. The Ten Rings. So I, I think a lot of people are correlating that with that. Like, were there runes on each of those rings that were, are very the, similar to the, the... There weren't runes, but that's interesting. You notice that. There were same markings on the Eternal ship and the eternals costume and their powers when they make the powers these right. markings the circles and they were all over these rings which was interesting and aren't those the same markings on the 10 rings not only the 10 rings but the same markings on miss marvel's bangle. uh bang yep bangle <laughs> bandana <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean and and janet does uh, mention in the trailer that she knows who kang is you know, we, that's obvious. Like, yeah. he can destroy multiverses. He can destroy universes. She says that in the trailer. So she knows who he is. He can he can create his own reality, she says. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it leads us to believe that she did something when she lived yeah. there to thwart his plans and keep him from leaving the multiverse. Yeah. Right? Even Kevin Feige came out and said in, in, a, in an interview just recently that Kang has lost his power. He needs to regain his power back so that he can operate and move through time. Right now, his device He's to stuck. move through time is, he called it offline, yeah, which is interesting. And, and it seems like Janet did something when she was there to hide this critical piece of technology that yeah. he needs somewhere that he can't go. Right. And he needs Scott's help to get it. And it looks like, again, from the trailers, that maybe you have to be of a certain size, right? You have to be able to shrink down you to a certain think, size yeah. to get there. Right. And it looked like if he were, um, when he is of that size, he can do, Scott can duplicate himself. And it looks like there's other versions of him that get created. But if he tries to get any larger or becomes larger, those versions of himself start peeling away, peeling away yeah, basically cool. being destroyed. So yeah. it looks like maybe you have to be of a certain size. And if you are, there are multiple versions of yourself. And maybe because this area is out of time. So like these variants just start getting created yeah. or whatever. And so he can use these smaller versions instead of growing larger to get what he needs to get. He has to stay this size. Like ants, building a tower. Building a tower. Yeah. And it looks like he's trying to get something. Um, and maybe this, we see that part of the trailer where he takes his, you know, crystal ball and drops it down into something. We believe that that's exactly what he's trying to get. Right, right. Uh, eventually does get it. But then at the end of the trailer, you you see the double cross, you know, Scott's like, you, we had a deal. We had a deal. And he's like, you thought that I was going to give you what you wanted. Yeah. And then they go into this big fight and Kang yeah. is using his quantum energy and just blasting Scott, destroys his helmet. And, you know, they're in this massive fight. I think there's a big battle scene at the end where the, the revolt or the revolutionaries that are in the quantum mania are attacking Kang and his um, stronghold. And I think that's when we see the quantum blast that he's using. But there's a great fight scene between 
between uh, Scott Lang and and Kang, and they're fighting and they're both kind of struggling. And, and that's where everybody thought like, oh, okay, Ant Man's dying. Scott Lang's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. He's bloodied. He's bruised. And he's like, his do you really? Destroyed. His helmet gets destroyed. He's like, do you really? Kang says to him, do you really think you can win? And Scott says, I, I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. So uh, that's a huge speculation. I mean, where this story goes is going to be fascinating. And again, we're a month away, so this is I this is re- really exciting. Yeah. Um, Tickets go on sale um, the nineteenth. So is that Monday? Monday, right? yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, no, it's got to be Tuesday. Probably Tuesday, right? Or Tuesday? No, no, Friday. This Friday. This Friday. This Friday. Yeah. So that that exciting, man. So I look. We're gonna go see this. Um, uh, on Thursday when it comes out, we'll, yeah. we'll go check it out. We'll give you our full review. We're really excited for this movie. And and again, Peyton Reed has said, look, this is an Avengers level film. This is you know setting the scene for what's going to be happening in this multiverse saga going forward. So this is going to be a big, big for film. a Marvel fan. It's a must see. Oh yeah, You're right. I, and uh, after what we got in Phase Four, a lot of lackluster kind of uh, okay movies for Marvel. I believe this could really set the stage for a pretty big future for what's happening. And and look, from what we've seen in the trailers and what we understand is happening in this movie, this could be massive. Huge kickoff to Phase 5, yeah. and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be there for it. Yeah, for sure. We'll see it. Professor, great show. Uh, let's ring the bell. School's over. All right, well, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for more Super Talk. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone.